Board round, session number two. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, host of Board Rounds, and I am joined by Dr. Andrea Paul from Board Vitals. Now, if you are new to Board Rounds, guess what? Everybody is because we are just getting started. We are getting started to help you prepare for your step one or level one exam. Whether you're a first year student, a second year student, or maybe you haven't even started medical school yet, this podcast will be here every week to help educate you, to help give you the knowledge you need to do as well as you can on step one or level one. If you need more help, go check out Board Vitals at boardvitals.com. Why should you check them out? Well, you get everything that you should expect from a board prep company, including challenging questions to make sure you know your stuff, timed or untimed question banks, tracking your progress, and getting advanced analytics and reports to help you direct your studying, which is something that most students don't take enough advantage of. You really need to know what you're doing, what you're missing, what you're getting right to be able to know what to do tomorrow. And of course, you get to see how you rank against your peers. With over 1,750 questions in their USMLE question bank, Board Vitals will make sure that you have access to the questions you need to be prepared and confident going into your USMLE exam. But don't worry, DO students, they've got you covered too with over 1,500 questions in their Comlex QBank. Get 15% off using the promo code BOARDROUNDS, that's all capital letters, BOARDROUNDS with no space, and when you sign up, Board Vitals will donate a vaccine to a child in need through the GiveVax program. Not ready to use it? That's okay. Buy it now using the code BOARDROUNDS and start up to six months after you purchase. Go to boardvitals.com and use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15%. Now let's go ahead and jump into today's episode with Dr. Andrea Paul talking all about what exactly the USMLE and COMLEX exams are. All right, to Andrea, we're back for episode two of Board Rounds, where we're going to talk all about what what exactly is the USMLE, what exactly is the COMLEX exam that these med students have to take. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. So when you were, if you could think back to medical school, when did you first realize the the gravity of the the USMLE step one. You know, interestingly, so I grew up in in Canada, and I just came over to the U.S. for um, medical school, and it's a very different exam setup for medical school in Canada. And so, it was really you know during my first year, the first time I'd ever heard the word USMLE, and everyone, you know, everyone's face gets intense when they heard <laughs> our professor say that what is this and so um so it was a you know it was pretty abrupt um realization that this was something that i needed to uh pay attention to and start to prepare for quite early and i think the stakes have only gotten 
much much higher since um, you know since I was a medical student. So, the talk about those stakes. What what are those stakes for med students with uh, step one of of the USMLE or level one of Comlex? So I mean that the goal for everyone is to get um, you know get a, a residency they want in a specialty area that they want. Um, and for some and many students, that means um, being in a competitive location as well as a competitive medical specialty. And so those are, you know, your, your score is almost like a gateway to get an interview for one of those positions. Um, and so it's, you know, it's very high stakes, um, particularly if you're someone who is interested in a more competitive area geographically or specialty wise. Yeah. So if you're interested in orthopedics, dermatology, uh, ophthalmology, dermatology, those kind of um, uh, high paying, low stress, oh, ortho is not really low stress, um, mm-hmm. that jobs that are yeah. super competitive. If you look at the data that is available, if you just Google uh, the NRMP match data, uh, those step one scores are, are the determining factor of, of whether or not you're going to get an interview typically, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's something that I think a lot of programs screen out um, applications first based on score. Um, so it's definitely significant, but it's also significant for, you know, all, I would say, all medical specialties at really competitive institutions or maybe in geographic mm-hmm. locations that people really want to relocate to. So Yeah, if you consider something like internal medicine, which is not a very competitive specialty but if you want to be at mass general in a harvard program those level one scores or step one scores are going to be much much higher more competitive interesting so it's it's funny because med students they're like okay i'm in med school i i did well enough on my mcats and and that was the big big enough stress and now you here you are telling me that i have to do it all over again there's another test that is a hurdle to overcome when you're looking at step one, level one, compared to the MCAT, what can you make a comparison on the type of test that, that is? I mean, it's a completely different test um, in, in many ways. And I think that's something that uh, until you start preparing for it and seeing what the format of the questions are like, you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't expect that. I think people think of it as just a more intense basic science type exam similar to the MCAT, but um, in, in actuality, the, the new step one exams are actually quite clinical um, and really require a lot of correlation between those basic sciences and, and actual you know, medical practice. So. Yeah, the, the MCAT, I, I always joke that the MCAT is a test to, to see how well you can take the MCAT. And when you get to, <laughs> to step one, level one, it's like, it's, it's knowledge that you have to have to be uh, a competent physician or just have that base knowledge so that you can learn how to be a physician once you're out in residency. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And it, and it has changed a lot. Um, I know it was much more basic science uh, based um, not too long ago. And, um, you know, over the last dec- decade or so, they've slowly transitioned it to more of a, you know, more practical clinical um, you know, correlations with that basic, basic science. So, Students coming from the the MCAT world, and I'll compare to the MCAT world because that's what the the big test that students know at this point. They the MCAT is this four section test. What is the the look and breakdown of of what a the uh, step one level one 
tests. What do those look like? Well, so it's, um, you know, the USMLE and Comlex each have their own um, type of breakdown, but they do. So, so the USMLE step one, um, he looks at things like anatomy, behavioral science, biochem, microbiology, pathology, pharmacology, and physiology. And then they kind of try and integrate those into, um, you know, a way to assess your knowledge of those things within the, the um, constructs of clinical medicine. And uh, Comlex is similar. So they do uh, most of those subjects. And then they, in addition, um, test on some osteopathic specific um, areas as well. What, uh, when I, when I took the step one, I went to an MD school, so I took USMLE step one. Uh, it seemed like every question I had to know, like five different things to answer the question. You talked about how the tests have changed over time. Is that still a big part of the exam to where they'll ask you one thing and they'll expect you to know something there and then, or the, the, like the passage that they give you or the, the clinical vignette that they give you that you'll, you'll have to know, like, okay, I know the diagnosis. And then you look at the question. It's like, well, they're not asking for the diagnosis. They're asking for treatment or, or side effects of treatment. And you have to know like three <laughs> things down the line. Is that still how it's set up now? Yeah. In fact, they focus more heavily now on those, you know, people call it different things like triple jump questions or mm -hmm. tertiary type questions where you, you know, maybe they're giving you a clinical presentation, but they're not telling you what the disease entity is. And not only do you need to know what the disease entity is and what you would treat it with as first line, but then something about that medication. And so those are the classic type of questions that, um, you know, you need a ton of practice because you need to know, you know, all of those three um, pieces of information to answer the question. How long is step one and level one? So it's a one, uh, they're both one day exam. Um, they're usually, people usually take them at the end of their second year if they're, um, you know, a U.S. Uh, at a U.S. school. And so there's usually some amount of time given um, off to, to prepare and take the exam, usually during the summer. Um, so it takes, it's one day and USMLE step one has seven 60 minute or one hour blocks. And so that's usually, you know, it's a full eight hour day. If you take a lunch break. Um, so it's about you know, just under 300 questions is I think 280 questions. And so the full day, uh, you know, a really intense, rigorous full day of testing. It never ends. Uh, and yeah. complex is similar as far as questions and length. Yeah, so it's a, it's a similar. It's um it's more questions. They have four hundred. Um, it's one taken in one day, but they have two um, four hour exam sessions, kind of broken up with a um, a break in between. But still taken on the same day. Yes. Okay, interesting. And they have more questions because they have to learn more, as as osteopathic students like to say <laughs> with with OMM. Uh, how how do you uh, for the osteopathic students how do they test for OMM since it's such a, a hands-on kind of treatment? How are they testing that? I mean, you still need to know the various, you know, levels and anatomy that's involved in performing the various manipulative techniques. So those are all things that are more uh, theory-based and, and pretty, you know, straightforward to test on actually in a written format. Mm. And you mentioned that the, the tests are typically taken at the end of second year. And it seems to be a, a marketing point for a lot of med schools now to, to talk about how much time they give their students off to prepare. 
dedicated time to prepare for these exams. Mm-hmm. For for the majority of students, is it just the the tests are given on one day throughout the country, or do they kind of pick their days and locations? How does that work? So you can select your day and location. You know, obviously within whatever scheduling constraints um, your testing center might have, but it, there's quite a bit of flexibility and. Um, and variation as far as when people choose to take it, Um, just personal preference as well as what amount of time your school uh, gives you. Is it it similar to the MCAT where it's like the the test is only on uh, these days, certain days in September and October and November, or um, is it kind of you go whenever you want and the, the testing center will have the test available to you? Yeah, they do. I mean, they do have some uh, dates that are, are blocked out for various reasons, but for the most part, it's it's fairly flexible and you can choose a day that works for you. All right. What else do we need to know about the the USMLA or complex exams that we haven't covered yet? Well, I mean, obviously, after um, step one, there's also the, the two additional steps yeah. because <laughs> why not? Um, and <laughs> step two or, or complex level two are the ones that are taken, obviously, during medical school. Uh, most people take step three afterward. And yeah. so um, those, those are also, you know, similar in, in format of question type. They, they both like to focus on more of that tertiary or three jump um, type question and um, just more in depth on the clinical side. All right. There you have it. Now you know everything. that you need to know about USMLE Step 1 and Comlex Level 1. Hopefully, having this base knowledge of information will help you be more confident when you're starting school or just starting out with school. I remember when I was starting out in medical school, I didn't really understand this whole Step 1 thing. Uh, Going to an allopathic school, the USMLE was, was something I really wasn't aware of. And it reminded me of undergrad. I didn't really know what the MCAT was. Remember, I, I didn't have the the guidance, and this was pre-very robust internet, and so the information wasn't as available as it was or is today. So hopefully with this podcast, we're going to give you the confidence. We're going to give you the information that you need to make sure that you are getting as prepared as possible for your board exams. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. 